This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Stern, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Following St. Joe's and LaSalle basketball right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good evening, Delaware Valley, and welcome into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. And on behalf of the entire union community, we all raise our hands and celebrate we got him as Bryce Harper was introduced today down in Clearwater uh, and we'll get to enjoy Bryce and the Phillies uh, for the next 13 years what a magical run it should be uh, in the city of Philadelphia and we welcome everyone into a special show and a special conversation tonight on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We have been doing this show now uh, in the Delaware Valley for almost eight years and we have spent the last two and a half years, uh, Jay Doc here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's the first time tonight that we're going to ask the audience one simple question Union yes or Union no? 855 839 1210 is the number. Union yes or Union, no. Now, what do we mean? So if you're enjoying the weekend, like most or all of us are, if you enjoy from your place, from your employer, if you enjoy paid vacation, if you enjoy an eight-hour workday, if you enjoy being paid overtime when you go past the 40-hour work week, if you are fortunate to have a pension, just some of the many things that you can thank a union for as we begin the radio show tonight here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We're presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness. We're powered by Pond La Hockey. We're fueled by the Sinesta Hotel. And we're driven by our good friends at Chapman Ford and our friend uh, Jim Stevenson. Union, yes. Or union, no. What, which way do you vote and tell me why? 855-839-1210. And with that, I welcome in uh, my partner, Jay Doc, uh, who has his own thoughts about union, yes, or union, no. And Jay Doc, I'll turn it over to you. Is it okay for predatory employers and big corporations to continue to pay wages and re- that require workers to stay on public assistance? Is it okay for hedge funds to own hospitals and maintain unsafe nurse-patient ratios in lieu of generating corporate profits for their shareholders? Is it okay for construction workers to work on weekends on the upper floors of high-rise buildings in Center City, Philadelphia, in such unsafe and dangerous conditions that they have to call their families to say their last goodbyes just in case they don't make it? Is it okay for the minimum wage to be so low that the workers working for it 
must work two or three jobs to make ends meet or be on public assistance? Is it okay for an employer to fire a longtime loyal employee for suffering a work injury? Is discrimination or sexual harassment on the job okay? Is inequality in the workplace or wage theft okay? We don't think so. Unions in, the, in America were not created as a luxury. They were created as a necessity because greedy predatory employers took advantage of vulnerable workers. We need employers, that's a fact. And it's not all employers, but it's enough employers to need workers' rights. Who else is going to do something about it? Who fights for the workers' for workers' rights in the halls of politics? Who gets involved in the legislative and political process on behalf of all workers, not just union workers, so all working families can have a fair shot at the American dream? It's unions that are the voice of the middle class, the voice of the poor and working America. That's why I and so many thousands of people around the Delaware Valley and across the country say union yes. What do you say? We want to know what you think, Delaware Valley. Union yes or union no. 855-839-1210. 855-839-1210. Are you enjoying the weekend? Do you get vacation pay? Do you get overtime when you're for, when you go over 40 hours, when you eclipse the 40-hour work week? Do you have sick leave? We want to know what you think. Union yes or union no. 855-839-1210 is the number. Along with J. Doc M. Joe Krause, our host Chris Woods. We'll get him to weigh in after we get to our first commercial break uh, as we get started on a Saturday night following St. Joe's basketball right here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. We'll get to Joe in South Philly who will kick us off after the break. Back here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, I'm begging the Delaware Valley tonight to weigh in. This is Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We absolutely, absolutely love uh, coming to you live every week on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. So we're asking you, the audience, union yes or union no, 855-839-1210, 855-839-1210. We'll get to Joe and Frank in a moment, uh, who are on the phone lines already, but first I want to go uh, to our host, Chris Woods, uh, and give him an opportunity following J. Doc's short monologue to kick off the show. I bring in Chris Woods and get Chris, uh, say uh, hello to Chris, and then get you give you a chance to uh, weigh in as well, Chris. Yeah, I, I mean, Joe um, opened up. Um, clearly, um, with some of the things that he hit on as why as to why is union yes, and um, as I had a chance to spend this morning with some of my members um, at Children's Hospital, and I could hear um, a lot of different concerns, and these are folks who are represented by a union. I can only imagine um, to spend time with uh, employees at other health institutions where there is no union. I can only imagine what they go through. When you talk about um, the backbone of uh, some of the rights of workers that unions have been able to fight for, whether it's seniority, whether it's health and welfare, whether it's pensions, uh, obviously wages, um, to be able to have a collective voice to come together to be able to push some of these employers to be able to achieve great benefits is all 
the why why we need unions and uh, we need to be organizing more there's still a lot of unorganized workers throughout the city of philadelphia and some of the surrounding counties and we should be doing everything we can to encourage folks to either join the union and if you do not have a union we should be encouraging folks to um, you know, take the necessary steps to to join a union. As the show rolls on here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT, President of the Philadelphia Metal Trades, Lou Ager will be along, uh, and he'll join us momentarily. The question is simple for the Delaware Valley tonight, and we I am begging for your response tonight because we want to know. We come on uh, this radio station every Saturday night from seven to eight p.m. on Talk Radio twelve ten uh, WPHT. Union yes or union no. 855-839-1210. We'll get you on the show. Joe in South Philly uh, is our first call. We'll try and go rapid callers uh, tonight, but we'll bring Joe in from South Philly joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Union yes, union no. Uh, Joe from South Philly. He's our first caller. Joe, a good Saturday night, sir. How you doing? I'm good, brother. Uh, How you doing? First of all, let me say good luck, Johnny Dot. Uh, with the legal issues you got coming up. Appreciate that. You've you, you definitely been a strong figure in labor in, in Philadelphia. So you got my support. Good luck. Um, as I explained in the in the beginning, I was raised in a union family. So ultimately, union, yes. Uh, I was on the fence a little bit because I'm a member of Local 234, and I had some issues with me being an aspiring section officer coming up through the union and which the leadership made an attempt to tear me down, which kind of changed my mind to go to union. No, which I would still never do. I still enjoy the union benefits. I've been through uh, arbitration. I want my job back. You know what I mean? And, you know, I know it's a little rough sometimes in the union and in the business part of the union. So, again, you know, I'm not going to air dirty laundry, but I'm going to still say overall union, yes. No, I appreciate your call. Uh, Certainly, um, you When you say tough, Joe, what do you mean? When you say say challenging from your your end, what does that mean? Well, well, I was an aspiring uh, section officer out of uh, 234, out of Sovereign, and I decided to put a team together to run against the sitting administration a few years ago, and they sent some goons out to, you know, to discourage me. And when it didn't happen, ultimately, you know, they, they pressed charges on me, and they used the political funding to put me in jail. Well, Joe, first of all, thanks for um, calling. We appreciate your call. And uh, one of the things I always say, uh, you know, with, even to my members is, you know, we have some issues um, within the labor movement and sometimes within our locals and different things like that. But right. I think you hinted on... Um, a lot of the great benefits that um, are out there for union members that all of Definitely our unions that all of our unions you know there. fight for. Are there some issues and things that we could do better? Absolutely. Um, and, and at times, you know, even as one of the labor leaders of, of one of the largest unions here in the city of Philadelphia, you know, we do have to do a better job at times. But uh, you hinted on some of the things. Joe Doc opened up with some of the things that you know. I think you guys all enjoy as as, as union members. So again, thanks for your call. Good stuff from You're Joe. Welcome. Joe, thanks for calling. Keep listening. It's Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly. Luck, uh, it's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We'll go right to Frank and Voorhees uh, weighing in the question tonight. Unions, yes 
or unions know, 855-839-1210. What do you think? Come on, Delaware Valley. What do you think? We come and we talk to you every Saturday night on this radio station. Uh, We talk for an hour, Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We do our Labor Leader Roundtables. We uh, talk about the topics there that that need to be talked about. Um, Frank uh, from Voorhees. Uh, Unions, yes or unions, no, sir? Well, of course it's unions, yes. My family goes all the way back into, into the beginning of unions. My grandfather was an organizer out of the coal mines where the unions actually got started in the late uh, 1800s. And uh, I've been a member, uh, a retired member, for over 58 years of uh, one of the best unions there are in, in the city of Philadelphia, which is Local 98. Absolutely. Uh, Johnny Duck. Absolutely. And I really feel sorry for what's going on with Johnny Duck right now. And I know he's a ter- he's a very honest person. But I have to thank the unions for the for the pensions I have today and, and the uh, and the inexpensive medical care that I have for me and my wife. And I also talked to a lot of people who who work non union and I found out over the years, because all the years that I've been a member, uh that uh, seems that when they get over 35 years old, 38 years old, and they start slowing down a little bit, they lose their job. And this doesn't happen when you're working for a good union. Because you know, there is protection. There's no protection with the non-union shop. And that's about all I really have to say. No, I appreciate it, Frank, and we appreciate your uh, uh, your thoughts and calling here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. The phones are open. We want you uh, to call us and record uh, your vote. Unions, yes, or unions, no, 855-839-1210. Uh, Lou Ager, who's the president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades, uh, is going to uh, join us now. We'll bring him into the conversation. Remember, the phone lines uh, are open. Uh, Lou, uh, welcome in uh, to Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. Not a strange place for you, as you've joined us in studio uh, in the past, but we're anxious, of course, uh, to be able to tee you up to this topic. Unions, yes. uh, Unions, no. Hey, good evening. I think uh, yes or no would help me make an informed decision as someone that might have benefited from a union. Uh, Danielle Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. In the picture of a hand over a glass, captioned, Police admit you dragged to 3940. She says, Young girls like myself are sought after. I, I don't know if this is our... The older Glenn. females can't compete with younger girls sought after like myself. You know what? This is uh, ridiculous. Says, message, this is secondary students. They are hyper aggressive gangsters. Yeah, that's live radio. It's some ridiculous yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what that was there. We thought we were bringing in uh, Lou Ager, but that's okay. Um, let's stay with it. Let's stay on point. That's okay. Unions, yes, uh, or unions, no. Do we have Lou Ager? Now, now we have Lou Ager. Hi, Joe. Uh, hey, Joe. Hey, uh, uh, getting confused there. For we, uh, well, I was on a different radio show there for a moment, brother. But let's <laughs> dial it right back in on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. Uh, Lou Ager joins us, president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades. And Lou oper- and business agent, operating engineers, local 542. I have to mention that. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. brother. Nice to have you back in. Nice Love to you guys. Uh, Hi, Chris. Hey, Lou, how you doing, man? Good. 
Well, I want to start off from a quote from Clarence Dower, the great lawyer um, from the early part of the last century. And he said, with all our faults, trade unions have done more for humanity than any other organization of men that ever existed. They have done more for decency, for honesty, for education, for the betterment of the human race, for the, the for the developing of character in men than any other association of men. And he said that 100 years ago, and it's still true today. Uh, if if we, the unions are the only self-defense mechanism for working people in this country, you look at the Koch brothers and Donald Trump and Bezos and all these big companies with millions and millions of dollars and lawyers and whatever else they have, the only defense mechanism unions have is to look on their right and look at their left and stand together with their brothers and sisters. And that's what we have to do in this country because uh, – you know, if we don't, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. Absolutely. And one other thing I want to mention: I just saw Paul a couple months ago that with millennials, unions have a seventy-three or seventy-eight percent approval rating. So it's the younger people in this country, as it should be, who are the most pro-union in this country. And so it gives me pause for hope and pause for optimism. I mean, I totally agree with that. I mean, and and let me just say this, Lou. One thing that I mentioned and, and Chris elaborated on, unions weren't created as a luxury. They're created because of, of a lot of the travesties that have gone on in the workplace since the 1800s, for crying out loud. And literally speaking, and I say this, uh, you know, when, when you, look at, uh, you, know, you look at the child labor laws, you look at the occupational safe and health, um, you, you look at the eight-hour work uh, day, you look at health care. The minimum wage, workplace equality. Literally, who's going to stand up for people? Who's going to stand up for people in the workplace? Why is, if for not for unions? Why is there, Jay Doc, Lou, Chris, uh, Delaware Valley, if you want to call us at 855-839-1210, why is there so much resentment towards unions? I don't understand it. I don't get it. Lou, why is it? Well, there's a couple of reasons. First, there's the fact that there's such an organized campaign, whether it's the Philadelphia Inquirer, whether it's Fox News, whether it's the, it's the Koch brothers and all of the people, the hospital owners and all the people in the country, they have a, in, uh, of, of the 1%, they have a vested interest in trying to kill us because I used to think that if they destroyed the middle class, they could destroy democracy. But now I think when they destroy democracy, because they can, then they can destroy the middle class. But either way, they're trying to destroy us. So it's it's it's. You look at the Inquirer and their biased um, reporting all the time against labor. Uh, that's that's one reason. The other reason is the uh, is the crabs in the pot theory. You know. Once one crab does better, and I, they people say, well, your pensions are too high. And I tell them, no, your pensions aren't high enough. My pension's fine. Could be a little higher, but, you know, <laughs> and, and, and people look at, look at what, I mean, one of the things is that people making 750 an hour telling people making 25 per hour that the people making 725 an hour are the problem with this country. No, the people making 750 an hour are the problem with this country. And we need to get together with the people making 25 and the people making $8 an hour together, and we have to join and take our country back. Lou, stay on hold if you can for us. It's Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. I want to get, before we go to the break, Paul from South Philly uh, weighing in on the question, union, yes. Union, no. Paul, you say what? Welcome to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. How are you, sir? 
Hi, uh, thank you. Unions, yes, and I appreciate all, all you do, and please don't take what I'm going to say next as arrogant. But I've, I thought about this for a long time, and thank you for taking my call. The, no, no, I, I feel it. like the unions take, like, like I, I'm in a union, and I feel like they say, they assume, oh, you're, you, in other words, we'll back the Democratic Party because it's pro-union. But why should I vote Democrat when they vote for the against the One Life Protection Act? See what I'm saying? They think they can just bribe me, saying, "Oh, it's better for your family." Yes, of course it is. But how dare you insult me, thinking, "Oh, I'm just going to be uh, go, go like a little dog." Here, here's the money for your family. Yes, but why don't you unite all the uh, union workers and say, "Yes, we would vote Democrat if you would have some conviction and not treat us like the dog, like dog saying." Uh, the union people could unite and say, yes, we'll have the vote Democrat, but my union people will not vote for you unless you have character. In other words, what do you say? In other words, no, you do not vote uh, against the Born Alive Protection Act. You see what I'm getting at? I'm not tr- I know I'm sounding like I'm attacking you, because, but you do such good. But how dare, uh, to be honest, even you, you, you assume that people that don't have any oh. conviction. Paul, Paul, let me let me jump in here for a second, Paul. Let me kind of first of all, the day after the presidential election, we had uh, uh, we had really put a show together because you know obviously Trump had won, and we had, we thought that we needed our leadership here, and so we had uh, President Rick Blumendale, we had President Pat Eiding, the AFLCO, and 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 the PA AFLCO, and one of the things that's important is, and we say it plenty of times, labor is not a political party. We support those who support us. Not you know like if you if you look at the ballot, especially you know across the state, we we we've uh, oh it's a, a Brian Fitzpatrick, yeah. a number of Republicans we've supported. So in other words, the, the the beauty of being in our position is we get the opportunity to support those who support us. Now theoretically and typically, it's been a Democratic, uh, you know, it's it's been a Democratic uh, you know slate. But the truth of the matter is, is that we're a little bit more sophisticated than that. But I, I, and to your point, I mean, I think we've had to we've had to go outside the the, the normal process of just going down a, a Democratic ballot and supporting all Democrats. I mean, to get anything done, we've had to go across the aisle and, and be able to mend fences with people who might not believe in the same things that we do. And so we've been able to see that happen. If you look at what the governor's trying to do right now uh, uh, around minimum wage raising the minimum wage if you if you talk about what he's trying to do around the reimbursement rates for long-term care i mean you can't get those things done with just being on the democratic side you have to be able to go across the aisle and bridge the gap between folks who might not always believe in what you do and paul i'll give you i'll give you 15 seconds for last okay. word we're up against the break Go ahead sir okay i would basically say no what you're saying is not true in other words it's, it's just a way of saying where you always say oh we're not uh uh, social issues. Yes, what I'm saying, why don't you t- take people like me and say, yeah, uh, people all in the union that think like Paul, well, we, yes, we will stand up to the Democratic Party and we'll tell them. In other words, push your weight, use your weight to say, no, you don't vote for a Born Alive Protection, against the Born Alive Protection Act. We have the, all these people, and you better not vote, vote the way you are, or or the, all these union people are not going to vote for you, even if it is better for their pocketbook. You're you're saying, yes, we go for 
for uh, sometimes across the aisle for people that voted, for, uh, you know, for the like my pocketbook. I understand that. But I'm saying to, uh, something subtly different. I'm saying I appreciate you doing that. But you use the use those people like me that say, no, we will not. We will throw that money back in your face if you don't, if you treat us like uh, we have no conviction. So what I'm saying is, is use the power of all these united workers and say, no, how dare you, Democratic Party? You know we're going to vote for you. Why don't you m- make sure you you vote against the one? I mean, vote for the one Life Protection Act. See what I'm getting at? I do, P- Paul. Paul, oh, we appreciate your call. Yeah, Paul. I appreciate it again, Paul from South Philly checking in Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We'll get to a commercial break. We're well over the break. Uh, we'll get to that. Lou Ager still on hold. We'll bring Lou back in and get him to uh, weigh in. And the conversation rolls on here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHD. Union yes or union no eight five five eight three nine twelve ten eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Back in a moment. Back here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Lou Ager uh, joining us. We'll get back to our callers. A lot of people lighting up the phones tonight, uh, and we'll get them in. Union yes or union no, you say what? As you listen to the show and consume uh, the program tonight, uh, wherever you are in the Delaware Valley, union yes or union no, and tell me why, 855-839-1210. We bring Lou Ager back into the conversation, then we'll get back to the phones uh, as we roll along here on a Saturday night, Lou. Well, i like to say, you know, first of all, politics is not the main business of the union or the main thrust of the union. Our, law, our jobs, and Chris will tell you the same thing, is to make people who go to work every morning and come home every night, if they work first shift or second or third shift, go to work, have enough money to support their family, send their kids to college, go on a vacation, retire comfortably, and and, and, and be safe during the entire day. That's really what, what our core um, is, and it's not politics, but on politics, instead of asking why your union doesn't support your political party, ask why your political party doesn't support your union. And that should be the question we ask of all these politicians. But the real choice we have, the real thing we have to do is to, is to build unions and, 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 and get more benefits and bigger pieces of the pie for our membership and for all workers. Um, you know, people don't realize that, that, that unions were and still are the path to the middle class for immigrants, for women, for minorities, um, it, it was just it, look. People don't realize that Detroit, before they shipped all these jobs overseas, Detroit had the largest percentage of African American home ownership in America, and that twenty five percent of union members in America were African American. Then they decided to ship our jobs overseas because they wanted lower wages and lower costs. And now we have we have people who who are middle class people sliding back into poverty. I got kids 29 and 24. I'm worried about them. I'm worried about them. But until we get back to our core function, which is making people's lives better, and politics is a part of that, this country is going to keep going further and further down, and we're going to have you know all the money at the top and the middle class you know struggling to hold on. Let's invite Jane from Penn Saucon into the uh, conversation, along with Jay Doc. I'm Krause, Chris Woods, and uh, Lou Ager joining us uh, by phone. We welcome Jane uh, into Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, Jane, a good Saturday night to you, and thanks for the call. How are you? Hi, hi. How are you doing? I came in on the tail end of the conversation, and I'm going to say I and no member of my family have ever been in the union, but I say, say union, yes, because we didn't benefit 
from what people didn't ask for. We benefited from what people did ask for. And unions take, took our salary out, salaries up. And I do worry about the future of people. And I worry also about people whose families did very well on a union income, nice pension, et cetera, et cetera. So they could send their kids to college, and all of a sudden their college kids say unions are no good. That's a great point. That's a great point. And it tires tires the heck out of me because so many of the people that are anti-union, their their parents made a living and were able to give them things because they were in a union. And I, I I don't get that mentality. And nobody knows how I vote. And nobody tells me how to vote. I... Why is you know, it, I, Jane? Why is it? Why, why is there so much resentment by the general public against the union community? I think some of it is envy. I will agree with you that the Philadelphia Inquirer. I think some of it is envy. I think a lot of it is that people. The only way they can be a victim is that somebody is doing something wrong to them. They can't, and you know they just blame everything on the union. They blame everything on a liberal press. If we had if we had a liberal press, we'd have never gone to Iraq. I mean, it's interesting, um, Jane. Go, uh, was that Lou? Lou, are you? Uh... I'm here. Okay, so one of the things I'd like, first of all, thanks so much for the call, Jane, and we okay, appreciate th- it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jane. I mean, and, and, and what I'll say is um, she's 100% right, uh, you know, at the and I really appreciate the insight. I don't think people really look at what labor unions do as a whole. As, you know, when it comes, uh, you know, not only to the middle class, but for their members and why. So when, when I look at, you know, the reason well, Jane re- just referenced in that statement that she was not a member of the union, but they benefited from the work of the unions elevating their salary. Is that a hundred percent accurate bullseye yes or no yeah, it is, right? of course it's a hundred percent accurate but also uh, you know one of the things and i love her insight somebody who's not in a union and doesn't come from a union family appreciating what unions do it's great lou stay right there if you will i want to get carol from blackwood uh who's weighing in on talk radio 1210 uh, wpht uh on a saturday night here in philadelphia a uh, simple question for the audience tonight uh unions yes or unions know, uh, and we say hi to uh, Carol uh, from Blackwood, who's joining us here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hello, Carol. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. And thank you for calling in. I say unions, yes, if you're in a private company, but I have been working for years where it's uh, government or uh, all grant and it is absolutely, absolutely very political. I worked for the county, and they threatened everybody that you better go to headquarters whenever they snap their fingers or it affects your job. And when they had to lay off 300 people, then the little union we were in had to join one of the national unions. And all their meetings trying to get us to vote yes, they didn't say anything about trying to get us Fair. I mean, we couldn't get more fair benefits than they were giving us, and it was all about training us to go be protesting and going to Trenton and how evil the Republicans were, and it, it was totally, absolutely political. And when they finally, they would bring all these people into work that weren't capable of doing the job, and when there were finally just two of us doing the work for six people, I left. Lou. It's nuts. 
Lou, you want to weigh in on Carol's thought? Well, look, you just don't tell management who to hire and how to run their businesses. They just tell people what they just negotiate wages, benefits, and conditions of employment. If management, not in not in political not in political appointments. Well, do you think they the union said think. lay off four people and only keep two and overwork no. those two people? No, no, right. they no. didn't say to lay off people. They didn't say to lay off people. Well, they hired people that were all politically connected. That well, were not the union didn't doing hire the them. The, 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 the county hired them. Unions can't tell people who to hire. You know, you may think that, that they're omnipotent, but it's it's 90%. It's like when, when a company moves overseas and they go, oh, the, unions, the union didn't do anything. Well, the union can't keep a company here. They can do what they can, but they always want to blame. Like, it's like the Inquirer and the Koch yeah, brothers. And, all right, man, let me finish. I'll let you finish. And the 1%, they want to blame labor. They want to blame working people. They want to blame the unions. And the unions don't have that kind of power in in in, in, in a in an employment situation, they can negotiate benefits, they can negotiate wages, they can negotiate working conditions, but they can't tell somebody how to run their business or how some county how to run their business. Carol, I'll give you last word before we before we go to the break. When the county and the union all negotiate for the, they, they would say they they one day they gave me a paper. Not anything official, just they wanted to take it to the contract and say, demand a fair contract. And my question was, fair to who? Fair to um, the company, fair to the employees, or fair to the taxpayers? No, and, and when it's government, nobody represents the taxpayers in there. And that absolutely anybody that was hired, they were checking their voter registration to see if they were Democrat or not. And then the people that came in were all big, 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 big Democrat workers. And that's all they hire. That's, well, that's all they the, hire. You know what? <laughs> then your beef is with the county who hired them, not with the union. The union doesn't tell people who to hire. All they do is tell them what they should get paid and how they should be treated after they are hired. Carol, thanks for the call. Lou, thanks for weighing in. Lou, stay there. Carol, keep listening on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. We'll get to Patrick in Haddon Heights uh, after the commercial break. Unions, yes, or unions, no. What do you think? 855-839-1210. Tell us yes, tell us no, and then tell us why. Back in a moment. Back here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT along with J. Doc, Chris Woods, I'm Joe Krause. Coming to you uh, and asking the Delaware Valley, trying to uh, wrap our arms around a simple question. Unions, yes, or unions, no. And uh, J. Doc, before we get back to the phones, uh, you heard the spot, uh, the commercial spot airing... um, uh, in the commercial set, uh, Philadelphia is a union town. You hear me saying that and often referencing uh, that point. Uh, unions, yes. Unions, no. I mean, absolutely. Uh, you know, our labor unions are very active. They're they're active not only on labor uh, c- issues, but also supporting those individuals that that aren't even in unions. I can. It's countless every day how labor is a part of so many different issues. Uh, you know, you're talking about raising the minimum wage. Now, there's one we've been behind for since it's you know since the day. 
since time started. Let me say this. Labor unions typically don't have issues with the minimum wage. We're supporting those who can't support themselves. And there's a ton of other issues. So, yeah, Philadelphia is a union town. Unions fight for those who are not in unions. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Unions, yes. Unions, no. 855-839-1210. 855-839-1210. What do you say? We'll get you on tonight uh, and sample your opinion. Patrick, uh, weighing in from Haddon Heights, uh, joining us now on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. Patrick, a good Saturday night to you, sir. Thanks for holding on. Appreciate it. Good evening to you, too. Um, you mentioned earlier something about uh, 25% African-Americans in the unions back, I guess, in the 70s or so, and how that was the time that uh, African-Americans had the largest home ownership rate. In Detroit. The Detroit had the largest uh, home ownership rate for African-Americans in the country, and that was because of good but, union jobs. So I wanted to know, because in in Philadelphia, um, what is the rate of African-Americans that are in the unions in Philadelphia uh, comparatively to the population? The population is about 46% African-American. And do you think uh, the low percentage, which I already know is the low percentage, of African-Americans in the union reflects upon the high percentage of poverty in Philadelphia? You want me to answer that, Joe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. All right, a couple of things. First of all, I can't speak for every union. I can speak for my union, Operating Engineers and the and the uh, Metal Trades Council. And in Philadelphia area, five counties, the uh, minority um, participation in our local is, I think, 23 or 24 percent. It varies. And in Philadelphia, it's 54 percent. So I can't speak to anything but that. Um, you know, and, and look, if you have skills, the contractors will look at you. The only thing they'll look at is green. Um, once you're in the union, if you're a union member and you have skills, and we have African-American workers who work 35 years for one company. Um, we have some that don't like to work for the same company. People like to change around. Um, so that's our local in Philadelphia, and the same with the metal trades. Both of these also in 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 the building trades and, in the, and certain in the metal trades, um, we don't have – an arrest record keep you destroy your life. If you have an arrest record, depending what it's for, um, you get a second chance in in, in in labor, and we're very proud of that. You know, because because we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people coming out of the service, a lot of veterans, a lot of um, offenders, and this gets people back. You know, keeps them from going back to jail, keeps them from keeps their changes their lives from criminal to law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. And, 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 and you know what? And that's Jay Doc, move along, and then I'm going to bring Angelo in. in a minute. Right, regardless of color, and 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 like Lou said. Uh, you know, every union is different, no question about it. Uh, and certainly, uh, there's a committed effort uh, in labor. Obviously, uh, equality a major a major priority in labor. So, uh, I you know I, I agree 100 uh, percent that that you know their equality should be across the board. And I and I feel like in Philadelphia, there's a strong commitment uh, to that uh, point. Let's get to Angelo weighing in uh, tonight on our question: Unions, yes. 
uh, or unions know. We've been doing the show uh, for a couple of years now here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, uh, and we've never sampled the Delaware Valley uh, to understand at least where the listening audience on this radio station uh, stands. Unions yes or unions no. We welcome uh, Angelo, uh, who is out in Valley Forge, uh, weighing in tonight on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Angelo, a good Saturday night to you, sir. Thank you so much. How are you guys? No, all good, brother. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, I was a member of the the public se- uh, sector union, which is different than you know operating engineers and stuff like that. So maybe it's run differently, but they were just that was like a political organization. I mean, I'm a Republican, and uh, a lot of us were Republicans, and they they you know when, when it would be a joke when they send a newsletter to the house around like even you know every couple of months they send it out i mean it, it was literally it was a joke i'm like i'm not supporting any of these people you know and uh they they would have people come around to my house you know oh, you got to vote for it. and they weren't even from pennsylvania you know they they come come over one, one kid showed up my house in sandals he goes oh we got to do this for our I could look at him, and I know he didn't do what I did for a living, you know, and, 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 and I asked him, I said, where are you from? He goes, oh, I'm from around. I said, no, 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 where are you from? I said, I'm from, I'm from New Jersey. I said, what the hell are you doing over here in Pennsylvania, you know? And, and it, there's a lot of stuff that goes on like that. And, and a lot of these, these, these uh, politicians that they support, I mean, they're, they're far left-wingers. I mean, I don't want nothing to do with them. And, and even when they get in, they don't do nothing for us. Yeah. Andrew, um, you, and, and, and here's an interesting point. Uh, when you talk about politics and you talk about legislation, uh, I talk about issues. So in essence, um, did you keep did you keep in tune with the issues? Uh, certainly, you know, or if you listen to our program and you listen to Johnny Doc when he was uh, w- one of our co-hosts, uh, he talked about, uh, you know, as a, as a labor leader, you know, he, he may support specific um, social issues, but he's there to, to, to uh, you know, represent his members on issues that, you know, affect their jobs. Well, what are you, are you saying, Angelo, well, that well, we don't get, J-Doc? Well, I'm what sorry, I, what, 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 what I'm saying is, is that when you, you're kind of broad stroking it there. So in other words, um, were you were you paying attention to the issues? Were, were these politicians that they were supporting, supporting the union issues? Uh, tell yeah, they weren't doing anything for us. They were, they, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you an idea of something I think was good. I like when Trump Put, uh, he, he changed it so your public sector unions are not forced anymore to, to, to belong to the union. That's the first time that that's ever happened. Uh, let me, you know, I, I, right, I got you there, but my, I, and, and here's the thing. I, I appreciate that you like that, but your union is collectively bargaining for you no matter who you are. And so you're, 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 you're working, you know, for the union. The union's representing you and negotiating wages. My question to you is, you liked that he, he did that. Would you, and, and, and I'm just being theoretical here and hypothetical, would you be willing to sign a, sign a card that said, I don't want the union to represent me, I'll negotiate my own contract? I didn't do that. I didn't get out. You understand? Yeah, but you're saying, you, but Angelo, you're saying. You're missing my point. I, I stayed in. I could have gotten out. I stayed in, right? Because I think that maybe these guys will say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should ask the, the guys paying, keeping the lights on in here what they think. They never do. AFL-CIO doesn't do that, not, not, not in the public sector unions. Now, I, got, I come from a working-class family. I got in-laws and brothers that are electricians and carpenters and plumbers, and I'm not talking about those unions. 
because they do they do well. Yeah, they I know, but, well. but 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 uh, Angelo, I I get what you're saying, but the truth of the matter is, is that you liked you're saying that you liked the fact that Trump. Uh, you know, is and, and the Supreme Court decision made it such that uh, you you can now choose to be represented by the union, but not have to pay your union dues. And yeah, uh, I like that. Yes. You uh, you yes. like it? It's a it's a race to the bottom. Eventually, what happens is people opt out, and no one's negotiating. There's no collective bargaining, and now all of a sudden you're pay, you're you're. I you're, don't think so. No, I don't think. Let so. me get Lou. Let, let me get I Lou. Just, to, I just said. I just told you. I didn't. I didn't get out. But you're saying you liked it though, and I don't understand that. Uh, let me get Lou Eger to weigh Angela. Hold, Angela, hold on. Let me get Lou to let me get Lou to weigh in. Lou, weigh in on this for us. Well, the Janice decision, and that's what Angela's talking about, right, right Angelo? Yep. Yeah. Well, first of all, you do have um, uh, in the, because every three years you have an election. You can elect your uh, your officers or not elect them. Throw get new people. Everybody has that right in the union by law. That's number one. And second of all, the Janice decision was not based on any prior law. There was long a case called Abood, I think Abood v. City of Detroit or Abood v. Somebody, where the Supreme Court years ago decided this was that that you could that public employees had to pay union dues or, or a portion of it, and the Supreme Court just decided that we want to work and we want to weaken workers' power without any legal precedent, without any. Any rational reason. They just said, "Ah, you know what? We're going to be slaves to the person that that appointed us here, the Republican Party, and the, well, maybe not even the Republican Party, but the 1% and the people that want to weaken worker protections and worker power. And we're going to do this to them. But it was not based in any sound legal reasoning. Um, It was just another way, like Citizens United, to weaken. Worker and you and middle class power, and Sat- that's what their goal, ultimate goal is, is to destroy the middle class. Angelo, thanks for the call. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio twelve ten uh, WPHT. Unions, yes or unions, no. Glenn, how much time? Uh, where are we in terms of time? We've got about five minutes left. If you want to call in, uh, we'll, we'll go rapid fire eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Unions, yes. Unions, no. Eight five five eight three nine. 1210. We'll get as many callers as uh, on as we can, uh, J-Doc, over the last five minutes. The unscientific survey tonight tells me People that those don't... around the Delaware Valley listening uh, are in favor of unions. Yes or no? I mean, uh, I mean yeah. And, and But, you know, it is confusing what our last caller just said was that he didn't opt out, but he supports and he appreciates, uh, you know, that being, you know, that have the Janus being approved. It's just confusing. And Joe from Germantown will get you right on for checking in uh, tonight here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. Joe, a good Saturday night, sir. Thanks for calling in, brother. Hi, Joe, and to your guests, how you doing? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Let me say this to y'all, gentlemen. I'm pro union as they come. My dad, you know, he was a teamster, and I got a friend of mine that's a teamster. He's one of the business managers that teamsters now. Let me say this. As a 58, seven-year-old African-American man, it always puzzles me when I heard white working-class people 
being anti-union. Now, the guy be preceding me. He can dress up any way he wants to. But anybody that sit there and say they support Trump and that foolishness that he has in that Supreme Court did, <laughs> it's insane because you, right. you, cut, you, you cut your own throat and stuff. And, and it always just puzzled me when I hear, again, white working class people that support the anti-union, when these people like Trump and the Sean Hannity's of the left, they don't give a damn about them, but yet they keep supporting them out of racism or whatever, or their stupidity, whatever the case may be. These people don't care about you. You can say what you want about unions. Do unions have problems? Sure they do. Nobody's perfect, but I'd rather have a union than stuff than not have one because when these, when these people ready to cut your wages, fire you, you know, whatever, or you got a job, a boss in your job that don't like you for whatever reason, you better damn sure have a union somebody can back you up and stuff like that because you, you be out there on the creek on the paddle by yourself, man. I just don't understand that mentality that you that you will be anti-union and support an idiot like Donald Trump. I mean, I, I just don't understand these people, man. It, just, it boggles my mind. It really does. Joe, thanks again, Jay. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, Joe, thanks for the call, man. Joe just it. said it all, man. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's confusing. All's, all's Angelo, what he said, weakened his union and work, weakened the, eventually weakens the bargaining position. Let me get to Lou Ager and give Lou uh, 45 seconds to um, uh, to finish up the night, Lou, and then J-Doc, I'll come back to you. Go ahead, sir. Well, I'm, thanks for having me on, and I appreciate it. And Angelo, I appreciate you staying a member, even though you uh, don't agree that you should have to be. That's a good thing. Um, look, the only thing stopping the 1% from uh, destroying the middle class, it's not the Democratic Party, it's not, it's not the groups, it's not the advocacy groups, it's organized labor. And we are the self-defense system for working class people. And once, if we're ever gone... Everybody's going to be back to being a wage slave. You know, the things that happen in this country, they happen for a reason. Exactly. The, the, the garment unions were built out of the uh, ashes of the Triangle Fire. The, um, the uh, UAW and the, and, and the industrial unions were built on the backs of people being beaten and shot by Pinkertons and other people uh, in the 30s. And, and, and just because they don't shoot us with guns anymore doesn't mean they, don't, they aren't attacking us. And still, we, like I say, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. Good stuff from well Malaga said, joining Lou. us tonight here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. Uh, and, Lou, uh, we didn't get, I didn't even get a chance to reference one of the most impactful things that the unions do in this city is when there's a need, unions are the first ones at the party to chip in, to volunteer, to donate, to help. Uh, you include it, your union included. Um, that never gets talked about. That never gets the front page. Let me just say one thing. When the water in Flint was polluted by the... By the, by the uh radical right-wing governor it was the pipe trades that replaced the filters on their days off and cleaned up every buddies put the filters in every uh, house in flint that needed it it wasn't the republican party it wasn't the democratic party it wasn't the state it was pipe trades plumbers steam fitters sprinkler fitters on their day off that did it absolutely Lou, great stuff jay duck we got a minute till we got to sign off the other well, i want to thank you lou thank you lou. take care awesome 
Lou was a fantastic. I mean, Lou is one of the most knowledgeable and great labor leaders that we have. I want to shout out TWU two thirty four because you, you know, listen, uh, those guys and you know, I want to and I'm going to address something. They do a phenomenal job for their members. Their leadership is tremendous, and you know, an individual called in a little while ago. Everybody has their own experiences, uh, and who really knows what happened? But I want to shout them out huge, and I want to thank everybody for calling in. All of our listeners, we'll do it again, Jay Doc. Hey, no listen, doubt. the Delaware Valley is. Clearly union, yes. Union, yes. Union, no. Our unscientific poll says union, yes. The show continues on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT for Lou Ager, for Jay Doc. I'm Joe Kraus, and of course, Glenn Page, making it all happen tonight. And Chris Woods. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.